Hey everyone, and welcome to Shy and Salty with your hosts, Nikki and Rhea, where we talk through our journeys of learning, unlearning, and relearning in order to help you through yours. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the ride. Hey everyone, welcome back to Shy and Salty. Do you miss us? Are you okay? (laughs) I was like, immediately I'm about to cough. (laughs) I choked on my water. Fine. Cute. So along with us not recording a Shy and Salty in a little bit, it's also been a while since me and you just talked. Yeah. I mean, we've both been up to like different things where we can't connect in general and I feel like I've only seen people because of like events and haven't like really talked to people about anything so I don't think it's like an us thing either it's been a busy summer yeah I think that's that's it and it's good for us to give ourselves a little break and enjoy our lives a little bit yeah yeah um, but excited to be back for today's episode Woo-hoo. and excited to hear because again, we haven't talked other than like a couple texts here and there, but I need to know about your most recent trip. Oh, to Greece. <laughs> no, I mean, it was a lot of fun. I, so Elia, he, he like planned a majority of it. And it was great because he, like, gave me options and I got to choose. And we went to Milos, which is a Greek island. Very beautiful. It's, like, beaches, seafood. um, And we were, like, uh, ATVing across the island. And it was, like, very quick to get to, like, each point. Um, And each side of the island had, like, different types of beaches. There was this, like, very, I guess, like, Mars type is what people explain. Um, Mars type kind of beach where it's, like, a lot of, like, white rocks. And it, um, it was, like, a walk to get down there. And we ended up, like, well, mostly, like, I wanted to jump in, even though it was, like, a pretty, like, big of a jump but I was able to convince him to do it too. So it was nice to nice. <laughs> see like him. jumping? Uh, yeah. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah, so and I saw fun. your pictures and it does look Marzi. It re- reminded me a lot of Moab, if anyone listening has ever been, um, but where like Arches and Canyonlands National Parks mm, is in Utah, mm-hmm. except that's like super red. And this was like super from your pictures. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. But super white, super like next to like really blue water. Like it looked right. so beautiful. It I was, also mm-hmm. because you had sent me pictures, I was like, oh my God, this is gorgeous. My other friend, she's like from Greece. She moved here like a couple years ago. Um, but she like was posting pictures for her time off too. And I recognized it as Milos because of you and your pictures. And I was like, oh my God, all like the local Greek people must know to come here. 
Yeah. I also no, I, have a mm-hmm. question. Is Elias from, like, is El- was Elias born in Greece? No. Uh, his okay. dad was and his mom was born in, um, oh, my God. I just blanked. Michigan? <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, not Greece. By Detroit, Michigan. Yeah. Michigan? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. But they're okay. all like they're all 100% Greek. Yeah. And they're very like in tune with their culture. Yeah. Uh, really a lot cool. of church. They go to Greece like every couple years or like every other year or something like that. Got it. As a family. Um but yeah. So they had like those kind of beaches where it was like a different type of beach then they had like a lot of like rocky sands. Um but like the view was beautiful and I can show more pictures of it, but it's just like each beach had its own like allure to it. Um, and there was one beach, which was like my favorite, which actually ha- was like the only one that had waves. Um, but it was like in a like secluded area of the island and like um, you would just like go down. There wasn't like much of a beach that so we just had to like make our own spot. So I was like hanging my stuff on like, the cliff wall because like some rocks were sticking out so I just like hung my stuff up there so it wouldn't get wet but it was like very beautiful and the food was fantastic there a lot of seafood very fresh um and they have this little town that we stayed in that was a fisherman's town so it was where we were able to do the catamaran for a day which again, just like taking us to like different locations that you wouldn't be able to go on foot. Um, mm-hmm. But my favorite part of the island was going to Blaka, which is like a, a city like on a hill. And there's like a church all the way up there that you can uh, see the sunset. So that was something that we did. Um, yeah. So Milos is like very great island. I would recommend it. It was like less it's definitely less expensive than going to Mykonos or Santorini and yeah like less touristy as far as like American tourists I feel like Europeans like are come to like Mm. these islands all the time because they know of it yeah yeah yeah. it's not like um yeah there's it's not like advertised to the U.S. but then we went to Athens for two days and we were just like walking everywhere and like doing hikes to like get to like different points. We saw the Acropolis, which was like a lot of fun to see people like need to know how to walk. <laughs> That's my only complaint is like we were like waiting in line because people were like taking pictures and you just hear this one being like, okay, guys, like move along. No pictures. Like keep on walking. Like don't hold up the line. Um, and some people were like kind of reckless. There is like this edge of the Acropolis where it's like, and I could show you like a picture. <laughs> I was like, I, I need like, to look this up. Right. It's like, so the Acropolis is on a hill and there's like this like brick wall that goes around, but like from the brick wall, if you look down, it's like, it's just, you know, you're, you're, it's like very uh, high up. Um, So this Mm -hmm. woman decided to climb on the brick wall and sit on it and take pictures. And I was like, oh, my God, Aaliyah, like, I'm like, my heart's like palpitating because I just get like very (laughs) nervous, like seeing these situations because it's like my brain's like, oh, my God, this is like a possibility. She could fall off. And like, I just don't want I think I'm just like so scared of being um, scarred (laughs) or having some like additional trauma that is not necessary. Um. But then as soon as she got down, there was, like, um, someone working there. She was, like, delete the photos now. Like, 
delete them and she was like watching them delete it and they're like why do we have to delete them and in my head i was like it's obviously so that like it doesn't encourage other people other to people. do it because yeah it could be really bad um but yeah athens we walked around very beautiful um i got like my shoes made there there's like a store that you can like have like your sandals like custom fit for you and you get oh to my t- God. choose a style and everything so i got a pair That's of shoes so cool <laughs> oh yeah God, i want to see them yeah they're cute um and ate a lot and i feel like it was just like overall like less expensive than if i went out to new york city which i was like surprised about um but yeah ate drank got like a lot tanner my family keeps on making comments how dark i got um (laughs) which like i love um and yeah that was like a general gist and i feel like we were talking as like we were leaving about like coming here again and maybe coming going in may and like doing another island so it might be a yearly thing who knows but I think that would be so cool. Like when you were describing all those beaches, I didn't even realize that it's all like the same place. Yeah. Like that's crazy. And the island wasn't even that big. Um, Like in the ATV, like we were able to go from like one end to the other in like 20 minutes. Like everything's pretty much accessible. That's so cool. Yeah. I really want to go from like seeing your pictures. It looked beautiful. Um, food wise though, like what kinds of, like, I know a lot of like fresh fish probably if it's an Island. Right. 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 It's like, um, I mean, what we ordered mostly was like octopus. Okay. Um, so that was delicious. There was like some restaurants by the water that they like serve fish within like the meal. So one of it was like a, I think it's like a cuttlefish ink. It just used the ink of this like one fish to make like the pasta, so it was like a black uh, dish, which like I looked at it and I'm like, this looks like so disgusting. <laughs> but then I would take a bite and I'm like, ugh. And then every time I look at it, I'm like, ugh. But it was yeah. mostly like octopus that we were eating. Octopus, um, saganaki, which is like their fried fish. And a lot of Greek salads. I'm not a big feta girl, but I don't know. I like went there and was like, eating a lot of feta like I was drinking coffee um and yeah mostly that on the island yeah when you said drinking coffee I like pictured the you know those like New York cups that are like Greek looking (laughs) I think they are literally Greek cups but like they're such a staple in like New York City yeah do they have them in Greece no they don't but I did see (laughs) online and like one of my sites that I buy a lot of gifts, like that cup, but like um, plastic so that you can like reuse it. And I was like, oh, I want to get one. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Oh my God. Well, that's awesome. And your first trip with Elias, like alone, right? Um, Yeah, like internationally. Yeah, because like uh, we did Puerto Rico last year. And then we did Cape Cod like a couple of years back. It was like our right. first like Cape Cod was trip. your first one. This is like yeah. our first like international trip. I kept on being like, I don't know if I can do like nine hours. And coming back it was ten and a half hours. And oh my god, ugh, Mickey. The most stressful part was like trying to get back home because they are like so disorganized. 
Um, and I felt so bad for them, but like they, because of like, we're going back to the U S they made sure that we were like in this off room and they would check for our passports to get into that room. But the room wasn't big enough for all the people that needed to get on the plane. And we're with United. So there's like, you know, um, what is it like group one, group two, group. like the different yeah. groups. Yeah. And one, they didn't even do that. So just everyone lined up, bound on a bus. And we were like delayed. But when we got on the bus, we went to the airplane and like they just wouldn't let us out. So we we're just like standing there. <laughs> Uh, so it wasn't until like an hour later since like it was supposed to fly did we get on the plane uh, and it was just like I just wish like we could have just gotten on the plane and just stayed there and they didn't even explain like why there was a delay or anything like that um it we did see check up the flight and it said like it was going to be five minutes delayed from like a previous flight so I don't know I don't know but it was just like very like a lot yeah um is this so. your longest like international flight? Yeah. Oh my god. Wait, is this your first time in Europe? Um, well, no. I went in high school for like this choir thing. Um, but I honestly like blacked out the whole trip, so <laughs> I mean it was it was so long ago. I, I know, yeah. I remember trips from childhood and I'm like, I literally don't remember. Like my yeah. parents spent so much money for all our childhood trips and I literally don't remember any of them. <laughs> yeah, like I didn't gain consciousness yet. <laughs> yeah. Um but well, yeah, it was I'm like glad, the longest trip. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm glad the trip was so great. I we can cut this out if you want, but there definitely were like a couple pictures where like zoomed in really quick because I was like she's wearing a ring <laughs> like but oh, I was yeah. like she would tell me yeah and then our friends in the group purpose, chat though. were talking about it and I was like <laughs> I already checked this <laughs> like it's definitely not but yeah so she's yeah. referencing um I posted photos of the trip into our girls group chat and one of them was like I was wearing the ring like a ring on my right hand but because iPhone flips the photo it looks like it's my left hand and I just like snuck it in there and I was just like, let's see what they say. <laughs> I think you posted it on your one of your stories or something before. Or maybe you had just sent it to me and I like zoomed in. Oh, I probably I was like, no, she would she would have told me one, two, it doesn't look like an engagement ring. So Right. It's like a sig- signet, which I feel like some people have it. Um, but it was something that I found there and I was like, ooh, pretty. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, no. in the girls' group chat also, I mean, not literally, but with some of those friends, it was a big debate on whether this would be the trip. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so some people, like, brought up their, like, oh, do you think he's going to propose? And I'm like, I don't know, because I don't know if I would want him to, um, if it was, like, he's doing all this just to propose to me. Because then it's just, mm-hmm. like, you're doing all this effort for one time. Like, I want to see, like, this continuously. But mm-hmm. when I said that to him, he took it as, like, no, like, not proposing over there. <laughs> yeah. But he did, because I did ask him on the trip. I was like, oh, I had certain expectations for this trip. Um, And he was like, what, like, sex stuff? <laughs> <It's> like. <laughs> No, I mean, like, if you're open, I was like, no, like, 
in, like proposing and he's like why do you say like i'm not going to propose to you i was like oh i looked at the lockbox and the ring wasn't in there <laughs> <laughs> um and he said that basically like logistically it wouldn't work so he looked into it but like it just wouldn't work out so logistically so does that mean that he has the ring i think so yeah we're trying to ruin the surprise for Andrea's engagement. <laughs> We've been trying to do this for the last year. So. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And, I mean, not that Elias listens to our podcast. Yeah, he, he doesn't. Made it very clear he does not. Um, <laughs> so we can talk about this openly. But yeah, I'm I'm very curious. I'm very excited. Yeah. And there's like also more background to it because yeah. I know people like – they're like, oh, like, I want to, like, they get obsessive over it. But he's the kind of person that drops little hints throughout it. And I tell Nikki every single time he does something. And there's <laughs> one that, like, once it happens, then I'll get the answer of the one that's like, oh, it's like one more thing. And this is like around when I was like taking GMATs. And Nikki was like, maybe it's because, like, you are about to take your test and he doesn't want to distract you. So he'll do it after. That was in, like, that was September. a year ago. <laughs> Last September. But that's when he told me that. And yeah. it's like, what is this one thing? And he's like, well, it's done now. But I'll tell you afterwards. And I was like, you little piece of shit. It's <laughs> funny because I like want to know. Like I I knew he wasn't going to propose in Greece. But also like I feel like maybe he would lie to me, which would be so smart of him because right. I am so – like, I should not be told anything. I should not be told any <laughs> detail of anything. I will still try to learn, and I will try to know. But, like, realistically, he should not tell me anything. <laughs> so I'm glad he's not. I'm glad he didn't do it there um, just because I told you that he wouldn't. Again, I tell you everything. So why would yeah, I'm glad he didn't do because I was like, I told her he's not going to, and if he does, then I look like an, like, I look stupid. You maybe planned for something that d did happen or didn't plan for something that did happen. So I'm glad it worked out. <laughs> but right. I'm excited. Yeah, I mean, it's still in my future, which is the best part about it. Yeah, but knowing that he's like putting time and effort into it is. It's interesting because he's never asked me out. So it's like, I have no expectations right now. <laughs> Even just him asking the question, I'm like, that's pretty big of you. So <laughs> oh that's a very low bar right now. But he better have it. I mean, he can do whatever he wants, but he better have it taped because I want to see the whole, like, I want to hear every word that he says. Because, right. <laughs> like, our friends, when they said, like, because what's more important, like, I guess, like, my love language is, like, um, words of affirmation. Mm -hmm. And, like, when our friends got proposed, I'm like, what did he say? And they're like, I blacked out. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure, like, in that moment, you're, like, not thinking about, like, anything. Right. Your head is, like, spinning. I'm sure. But. Right. Uh, I'm excited. That'll be such a fun episode whenever that happens. Yeah. Yeah, um, maybe we'll drop the news here first before I drop it on Insta. Yeah, before you tell anyone here first. <laughs> <laughs> before you tell your parents, they're going to learn from listening to a podcast episode. Uh, what we do uh, for views. Just kidding. <laughs> I'm so glad you had such a good trip, though. It really did look so beautiful. And we'll have to like post some of those pictures 
on our um, shy and salty Instagram. Yes, so that you all can listen while viewing the reel or the photo dump that we put. Yeah. Yeah, but Greece was good. I've seen that you've been on a lot of camping and hiking trips. Yeah, I've been on a lot of like smaller like weekend trips, which actually like it's I pretty nice prefer. though. Yeah, because yeah. I'm someone who like before a big trip like I'm going to Banff tomorrow. Literally nothing is packed. Nothing is – we, like, booked Airbnbs and stuff literally yesterday because we're going to camp for half of it and then Airbnb for half of it. Like, nothing is planned. It stresses me out. Um, we actually talked about it. We had couples therapy yesterday, and that was, like, the entire episode was talking about um, Banff pretty much. I mean, the entire therapy session. I just love basically- how you said the episode. <laughs> so used to um yeah I was basically talking about me and Jake and how different we are around like planning and we could get into that in a little bit but basically yeah we've been going on small like weekend like spontaneous kind of like camp trips which have been so fun um I've been really liking the like adventure part of it where like we yeah don't really know where we are things could go bad but they haven't that's what makes it spicy yeah I love it we were like off-roading in the rain Jake was freaking out I was like I love this (laughs) 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 yeah it's almost like when you're in like kind of stressful situations I feel like it's almost like being blackout with another person like you know Mm -hmm. when you're blacked out like one of you has to be like sober up a little bit to like take care of the other person right so in this if you're like super stressed with another person like one of you has to like be calm and like ease the other person so that was me (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's been it's been really fun actually one of our mutual friends she was supposed to visit last week with her boyfriend and they like had booked like a truck and stuff they were going to like overland with us. It was going to be so fun. Um, but her stupid boyfriend got hit by a truck. So he was biking and he broke his arm because a delivery van. It, biking in the city is dangerous. And I, just, I stand by that. Yeah, I actually got a notification from Google Maps this morning being like, Like, oh, another life update. (laughs) I mean, related, but unrelated. My car, the I was parked in the REI parking lot. I was like grabbing food with a couple friends. Um, I was parked there for two hours because that's like the time limit on it being free. So I go back to my car. I like turn the car on. It's like making this super loud sound. And I'm, like, thinking that it's not me, like, that it's one of the old trucks, like, behind me. And so I just, (laughs) like, keep going. And then I realize it's me. So then I call Jake. I'm, like, my car's making a loud sound. What do I do? I'm 
thinking in my head, like I haven't gotten an oil change in a while and I think maybe it's time and I like fucked up. So it's probably because of like my lack of like responsibility over this car, like just being so like so sad. Um, And then I brought it into the mechanic the next day and he was like, he like started it, looked underneath. He was like, someone stole your catalytic converter, which I I had no idea what that was. Is that even a real thing? It is. And apparently it's a big thing being stolen in like cities across the U.S. right now. Catalytic converter? Yeah. So it's – Oh, theft. Yeah. (laughs) like the first result um, yeah but yeah it's like so, I have no idea what it go what it is but it is underneath my car and it's like I guess accessible so they like chopped it off there was this one appraiser that was like yeah so they stole your uh catalytic converter they also like took an o2 sensor um and like your whatever so I told that to the car shop that I brought it into which I'm pretty sure <laughs> are the people who stole it just like for more business. I think it's a whole scam. It's like shady business. Um, But this is the place that the insurance company told me to go to. So I went to them and he was like, oh yeah, the O2 sensor was there. It was just further up. And then since coming back, like my car has been making a weird noise every time I press the gas pedal, like at least it works now, but weird noise still brought it back in. And they're like, oh, like it needs an O2 sensor. And I was like, I literally told you this, but it's not going to be done until like next week when I'm in Banff. So oh. I'm not even going to be able to pick it up. Yeah. Whatever. Um, maybe they'll steal it again. Yeah, maybe they'll. But that's the thing. Jake is like, they probably won't steal a used, like an, an old, old catalytic converter. Like they can probably tell that it's already been stolen. So hopefully I'll be fine in the future. But basically getting around has been pretty tough. And I do have like one client that I've been training like pretty early mornings. Like we have like Mm -hmm. 5.45 a.m. sessions. And if I could just bike to her instead of like use Jake's truck or walk, that would be so much, so much easier. It's like a 30 to 40 minute walk. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. if it's that early and it's so dark, it's annoying. So talking about working out. I put in my resonation lighter for Orange Theory yesterday. Oh my god. Why? Out of curiosity. My schedule like no longer fits with Orange Theory schedule. Like they're our classes, which is fine, but like my days are so unpredictable that I don't want to keep on losing money every time I book class and then someone's mm-hmm. like, we need to meet at noon. Or like, we need to meet at 6. And it's like, fuck, like you're telling me this at 4 p.m. So it's just hard to like grab that like gym session in. And I just want to be like a little bit more independent. So there's a gym nearby. And just looking to do that. And we'll see how that journey goes. Um, Well, I don't know if you know this, but I'm a personal trainer. And I have... (laughs) online clients and if you wanted me to create like a program or something for you I totally could so (laughs) that'll plug (laughs) that's why I told anyone I was like worst case I'll just ask Nikki worst case (laughs) excuse you meaning like if I can't like do a program like if I can't do it myself then at least like I have 
someone I can go to. Yeah. Yeah, just make it up. <laughs> make it up. <laughs> no, I mean, whatever whatever you do, it'll be fine. I'll give I'm you sure. my goals. I want my ass as big as I can get it, um, like, especially on the top of my ass. Like, I want that shelf. <laughs> especially the top part. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's my goal right now, too. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's go together. Ugh. <laughs> uh. But yeah, so um, we'll see. My last day is September 27th. I haven't like worked out or like gone to Orange Theory in about a month now. So yeah, yeah. I think it was the right decision. Yeah. Oh my God. Any Anytime a woman switches from like a hit cardio class to strength training, I get so happy. It makes me so well, happy. I also ride that like, Hit is like not good for women, especially in like our childbearing years, as how they quoted it. Um, just, and even though like it has like people say there's like a lot of good results, it's like only focus on like men as like the center point. Yeah. So yeah, it's very stressful on people's bodies. It's very stressful on people's like joints too, like yeah. physically your body. It's hard to handle, um, but also just, like, internally, like, the amount of, like, intensity that you're, like, right. exerting is generally more than people actually need. And then mm-hmm. you end up, like, holding on to fat because your body's like, oh, my God, like, I'm expending all of this energy and my body's in this high stress state, so I'm not even, like, taking the time to, like, rest and digest. So right. instead, Yeah. I, I mean, I don't think it's bad inherently, but I think it's marketed very particularly like towards women and to do like four or five times a week, which is already like a lot. Like, I don't think you need more than like one or two like 30 minute hit sessions if you really, if you really were working out high intensity. Right. So, yeah. I think this is a good move. I'm excited. Let's see what this year brings us. Yeah. I love this for you. And for me, if I get to program for you. Oh, you'll probably have to program (laughs) because I want to like go there and be like so overwhelmed. When's the last time you've been in a like traditional gym? Traditional gym. I I feel like it's like college or no, like a couple of years out of college before I switched to Orange Theory. I'm so excited. One last update from me is, um, and in case anyone is interested, something I did a couple weeks ago was buy like a five pack of acro yoga classes um, to use for like date night with like me and Jake to like like switch it up a little bit. Yeah. You're like, it's like teamwork. So I don't, you've probably seen acro yoga before. It's like when two... Or maybe sometimes even three people are like, (laughs) this is not a definition, are like doing yoga like together. So Uh, some of the moves you're like lifting the other person, um, whether you're like standing or like um, basing. So like off of the ground. But yeah, it's been so fun. We've been like learning new movements. And I think just like having to like communicate and work together with an actual teacher versus like just doing it by ourselves and like ending up fighting like it's it's been really fun (laughs) I've seen some of the posts that it was either on yours or Jake's story 
of you guys doing it and then you were doing it with another girl yeah oh my god she is she's literally like maybe a little bit bigger than me but she's essentially my size and she could base for like large men also like she's just so strong and it's very inspiring for me (laughs) it like reminds me of like when i was a kid and we would like do like spider or like superman and like lay on her back and have our feet up and have the other person like fly (laughs) yeah no it's literally like that it's so fun it's just like playing yeah have your little inner child come out my last big life update um not big um (laughs) (laughs) i we do a yearly family camping trip and it landed last weekend so much fun um so we go there from friday to sunday morning and it's this place in new york on the delaware like more of like the east side north southeast west more of the west side of Mm -hmm. new jersey and we got there Friday, a good group of like the men or like the dads, they came the night before. So everything was like pretty much set up, which is like so nice. Yeah. <laughs> um, but Friday night, it was like, it's mostly like just like a big party, like everyone's celebrating, drinking, like we were up until like two in the morning. And then like we go into our like camping tents. Um, and then Saturday was uh rafting slash tubing down the delaware and it's like pretty well organized they supply you with like the rafts and the oars that you would need to use um and then we just bring like food drinks like anything like music and mm-hmm. stuff like that and we're all in like separate rafts but like after a certain point we like start connecting with each other so it's just like a bunch of like rafts like floating we're just like having a huge party so it's just it was a lot of fun that sounds um, so fun yeah, and Aaliyah came for Saturday during just a day. So he was with family. And he was just like, as we were like walking back, because we walked to the showers and like walked back. And he was like, oh, like, I would love to do this with our friends. Like, this is such like a nice like location. And he was he was like naming a couple like of our mutual friends. And then he was also like, also like, I think Nicole and Jake would really like this. I was going to say, <laughs> was I on that list? yeah and he like emphasized that and I was like okay (laughs) I would I would love that as you were describing it I was like yeah and my you guys already have all the the materials that you would need yeah I mean we would have Uh, to drive there but in order to use our materials but (laughs) yeah road trip yeah but it was really nice just like being away with like family there's not like a lot of cell service so it's like a lot of interactions and it like to transition to like today's topic when it comes to like families one of like the big things I was like having trouble with is just like getting in a deeper relationship with like individuals of the family group it's just like I feel like I've known like I've known you my whole life like you've known me since I was a child but like or since like I was in the womb but I feel like I don't really know you and like how do you have that conversation with someone like where do you even start so like a lot of times I was just like in my head being like oh like I should ask a question but what question should I ask (laughs) 
it's such an interesting dynamic when you like shift to being an adult and like the adults in your lives, like having adult relationships with them in a way. Right. Like it's, it's weird. The transition when like, you're so used to like being a kid and like not being allowed to ask certain things or not being allowed Mm -hmm. to like have them answer certain things, like not be able to, them not be able to like tell you their stories of when they were bad or something, you know, <laughs> because it would shift their like your opinion or like maybe your like if you're a kid, you think that you can do those things too when your parents are like trying to shield you from that or something. Mm-hmm. At least that's how my family is. Yeah. No, I mean, my parents shield us from a lot of things. It was like to one point that I was just like, you need to start telling us like these things because there was like a situation where essentially it could be a story for another time. Um, but it affected like my life at school because it was like a family like secret that like everyone else knew, but they didn't know it was like my family. Um, and I was just like, you need, like, I found out about it through my friends, like not through you. And like, you need to start telling us like these things because it's like having like, this is so bad. (laughs) It's, like, making me not, like, want to trust you and, like, all that stuff. So I was, like, you need to tell us everything. Wait, like, people in your town knew? Yeah. Basically, like, I was at my school and I remember being in, like, my – I was in eighth grade at the time. And there was these kids talking about this, like – and obviously, like, since you already know the background, you're going to connect the dots a lot quicker. Um, But they were, like, talking about – a sex offender that moved into our town across from the park and they're just like saying like oh he like looks out and he looks at all the girls that like just like making all the comments that like teenage boys make and like people make and obviously like I don't know anything about like his situation but then I was like oh who is it and like they said his name and like I I just kind of like froze and I was like oh okay like it might not even be like my family member and I went home and I like searched it and it was my cousin and oh my it was God. like, I see his picture and I'm just like, like my heart like sank. And it was like literally like a couple weeks prior, like he came to my house and I was like alone and he wanted to use like the computer upstairs. I'm not saying that he would have done something, but it's like, had I known that information, like, I don't know. It's just, you would have been able would, to like protect yourself maybe yeah protect myself and I feel like like knowing it it wouldn't come out of like left field but then like the next like this was like a topic of the town for like weeks and like I confronted my parents about it and was just like really upset because it's like again it's just like um it's not like I didn't trust them or anything but it's just like felt like like it kind of wounded a connection between us like I found it out through someone else yeah and when it's something that like I'm like I I mean if it's something that could potentially like endanger you right that's like a different thing too I feel like almost like if (laughs) so different but like if a boyfriend cheats on you they should tell you not because (laughs) I mean, because of the cheating part too, but like more so because of like your health and like yeah, potentially like having some kind of – like being able to like protect and make decisions around your health 
And I feel like that's similar in this capacity of like disclosing right. information. Yeah, because like two things and we can like move on. But it was like one, it was like years later, I found out that my cousin was by him. And then um, so I was just like, oh, my God, this just like opens even like more questions and just like more of like judgment and all these like, I don't know, questions in my head. And I feel yeah. like it's just like a lot for like someone to process no, um, when you know sure. someone your whole entire life and then it's like just like viewing them differently yeah. um but then also talking about like yeah like getting cheated on like I feel like a lot of people forget about the safety concern my cousin she was in a relationship they lived together he cheated on her during COVID and my like I was like one that's like fucking disgusting but two I'm like does he not like care about your safety to like have like sex with someone else but especially during covid where like it was like the height of covid like the yeah. first like summer and i'm like that's that just says a lot like about how he views you and like obviously like she made her own choices they're not together anymore which i'm happy for but it was just like i feel like people forget about that aspect it's like yeah it's soul crushing but it's like at the bare minimum like you couldn't even like think about like you couldn't even respect me and like think about like how it's going to affect me not even emotionally but like physically yeah like I feel like most people want to feel like cared for in their relationships and when you cheat on someone like yeah like like just in terms of like respect that's like not showing that you care about like their feelings but like if it goes to your, like, if it's a health concern, which it is generally, like, as, even if you use, like, protection, like, I don't know. I think that's fucked up. Yeah. And that's what I told Aliyah. I was like, I know this won't happen, but if it ever does, like, I want you to tell me. And, like, I don't want you to put me in this position where I can catch something. Because yeah. that's, like, like I, I won't be able to look at you anymore. Yeah. I've made exes get get tested. Leo <laughs> went to the Out doctor and they're rate. like, yeah. Leo went to the doctor and he was like, oh, or they asked him if he wanted to get like an STD, STI check. And he's like, no, I think I'm good. And I was like, yeah, I get them checked. I get checked every year. So I think you're fine. Yeah. But you should, even if you're in a relationship, you should still get checked. Yeah. I had I don't know who this is from, but <laughs> this is not related to our episode topics, but I did have chlamydia when me and Jake first started dating. It could have been him. It could have been my ex. It could have been anyone. Not really dating, dating, just like seeing each other. Chlamydia is like you like people can have it and you don't even have symptoms. Chlamydia right? was so easy. Yeah. Yeah. It was. And you just take a pill and it's done. Yeah. But did you have to catch like, it. Find out- did you find out like with like symptoms or did you get it like a test done and then just like came back? I don't remember if I had any symptoms. Like maybe peeing was weird, but I think Jake had like a physical symptom. Mm-mm. And so he got it tested and I was gonna be yeah. like as he deserves. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, I'm curious if it, I'm, yeah. I'm curious if it was him, if it was my ex, it could have been anyone. Like, not really in the same vein, but my grandpa lives in Florida, and he visited Long Island, 
like where all my like aunts um, and uncles are. And so I flew back. This was Father's Day weekend. So this was a little bit ago. But mm-hmm. we were looking through because my dad had brought all of like the old like photo albums from oh. his old house. Yeah, my dad is like such a like he keeps everything. Um, oh, good gift idea. You can digitize them. He he keeps asking that. Yeah. I think he's <laughs> going to do it. I think he's going to do it. Like, I can't do it now. My mom used to like – like in high school, she'd be like, if you digitize our photo albums, I'll pay you. Like it could be your job. And I was like, no, Ooh. that's the most boring job ever. <laughs> so my dad and him were like looking at photo albums together and he was like learning all these stories. And then like me and my aunts were like looking at different photo albums on like mm-hmm. the other side. And then – my like later in a conversation my dad like brought up like oh yeah like tell her how you were in a gang and I was like a gang (laughs) (laughs) my grandpa grew up in the Bronx or Brooklyn one Mm -hmm. of one of those um but so he was like like very like taken aback kind of he was like I don't want to like talk to her about that like I don't want her to like like he's kidding like I don't want her to know I'm like in a gang and I was like, like not to him because I just like didn't want to like make him feel like uncomfortable or anything or like know more if he didn't like want me to know more. But like right. later with my dad, I was like, yeah, like why does he care? Like <laughs> I'm not going to think of him differently. If anything, like I'll think he's like cooler for being in a gang <laughs> when he was a kid. But it was very like West Side Story-esque. Ooh. Like I think it was like that type of gang. I don't think he's. Yeah, I mean, I don't know anything more, but yeah, would be interested. I feel like, yeah, it all depends on like where you grow up. So, yeah, oh, oh gang wise, yeah, I, I think mean, his but was actually, just like chill. <laughs> yeah, just a I, chill gang. I mean, maybe not. Maybe he's killed people, and I, and that's why he didn't want me to know. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe he has a teardrop somewhere on his body. <laughs> um, but I was saying, like, it all depends on where you live. But then I just like had like. A flashback where it was like I live like in suburban it's west New Jersey so it's like closer to Pennsylvania and there was this gang here called the Brotherhood and they all got like tattoos on their arm um and we would just make fun of them being like <laughs> they have like a theme song or they're like brotherhoods unite <laughs> oh my um so if you're listening from the Brotherhood shout out to you <laughs> Yeah, and I'm sure there are people who have, like, very bad experiences with gangs. And I've, like, watched movies and, like, documentaries on them. And I'm not trying to – I'm not trying to, like, belittle that (laughs) or minimize that. I'm talking about my grandpa's gang. I don't think it even exists anymore. So, yeah, so I think it's interesting, too, how some family members are – like, you can be getting closer and, like, learning more. But there's also still, like, boundaries there on on what you can learn. And it's also, like, you have a lifetime with them. So it's, like, not being, like, oh, what's the rush? But just trying to, like, make it – just focusing on, like, the genuine moments that you have with them to, like, better the relationship. Yeah. Well, my grandpa is 85, so. Oh, yes. So I want to get those families. (laughs) (laughs) want to get those out now. (laughs) I meant, like, family members in general. Like, I've – my or if Ili and I get married 
than my sister-in-law. Like I want to like better my relationship with her. It's just, mm-hmm. again, I just don't know like how. Um, but I was like thinking about, it. I was like, there's going to be a lot of like events in the future and memories that we're going to have together. Then that's going to strengthen our bond um, and be able to get like closer to one another. I'm not saying we're not like close or whatever. Like I know things about her and she knows things about me. Um, but it's just, I want to be like friends with her. Yeah. Like, I feel like that would be like a great relationship to have. Yeah. I don't think she listens to this, so I'm not like trying to suck up or anything. (laughs) Yeah. No, I think. If you do, don't ever mention this to me because then I'll be embarrassed. (laughs) And if you did, then no, you didn't. Um, No, I, yeah. I think one of the hardest parts about moving to Colorado is less time with my family. Like, mm-hmm. I think that's, like, easily one of the hardest parts. And I think um, I think me and Jake, like, think about it very differently. Like, in that I, like, am someone who, like, loves being with my family. And mm-hmm. he's – and almost, like – I think I almost, like, feel obligated to as well, which is something that I feel like I've been challenging over, like, the past years of, like, being an adult and, like, not having to go like, – as a kid, I would have to – go to Long Island to like see my family like literally every other weekend like every other weekend growing up so I would get annoyed sometimes because it would be boring sometimes or it would just like feel long and I wouldn't be able to like make plans for those weekends yeah Um, so it would get annoying but yeah I think as an adult and having my own like choice about like when to see my family has been an interesting mix of like still feeling obligated in ways but also st- like genuinely wanting to mm-hmm. to spend time with them and see them yeah versus jake like doesn't really care and i feel like his family doesn't really like hold it over his head or anything that's good yeah i've seen like those tiktoks where it's like me a 10 year old and like to my aunt or to like my grandmother or something being like oh like we never hang out like we should talk more and them being like oh it's a two-way street and it's like that's a child that you're talking to versus an adult and I feel like there are like people like that when it comes to the family they're like they make like those comparisons of like oh well I reached out to you this many times and like you haven't reached out to me like that I never so it kind of sucks that. like having those relationships yeah well for me it's like they'll be like oh, like, we should hang out. Like, you should have us over. And it's like, okay, that's fine. But, like, if you want to hang out with me, like, you should set up some time. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it's, like, the same way when people are like, oh, like, come over to my place anytime. I'm like, I, I need, like, a per- – I just am a kind of person that I just, like, need a personal invite if I'm not, like – if I don't live, like, next door or, like, I don't know it's a lot harder to coordinate and being like, oh, like, can I come in today? Like, I have to, like, plan it out a little bit more. Yeah. Yeah, I get that. Logistics of hangouts. I feel like also sometimes I'll say that, but, like, I don't mean that. Like, I don't actually Yeah, I feel like like people don't really mean it. Yeah. (laughs) Well, or I do, but, like, there's very limited times that actually, like, work for me versus, like, the whenever word, which I throw around a lot. It's also, like, I do want to hang out with these, like, a group of people, 
and I like try to make plans but then like once we're like leading up to it it like falls through and it just like demotivates me from like planning anything I'm like okay so if we're gonna hang out like I don't want to be the person like always orchestrating it because yeah like I want this to happen and I want us to be together but I can't always like be the one doing this especially like inviting myself to someone else's home who can like fit everyone and like be able to like coordinate like how to get there and do stuff like that no Nikki is gone she has left the call and Nikki is back. She is Sorry, back. Sorry, I lost it. No, good. One thing I can add is that, like, during this trip, I think the frustrating part, like, the camp, the family camping trip over the weekend, I think one of the frustrating part is, like, it's, like, me and my sister on the trip. And because she's my sister, like, people, like, come to me and they're, like, oh, you need to watch your sister. You have to make sure she's okay. Like, da 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 and they're saying that because, like, on this family trip, our guy cousins, like, they invited a bunch of their guy friends. And they had this, like, corner. Um, and we would go over and, like, they would play music. So we would, like, dance and, like, have fun and, like, talk to people. Um, but when they see her talking to guys, it's like, oh, like, he has, like, bad intentions or, like, he's going to do something. But it's, like, at the same time, I'm talking to a guy and it's, like, nothing. Is it because feel like she's single? It could also be that, but it's like, I think because I know, or I've, because of the relationship that I have with her, I've known like what she's done in the past in the sense of like, like one time, for example, she got blacked out and she walked home and it was like a two mile walk. And I'm like, you're crazy, <laughs> but you were able to do it. Like, I wouldn't be able to do that, like, if I was in that state. But, like, you yeah. can. And if you can do that, then you can do a whole lot of things. So I was, like, not worried. Um, but it's also, like, all of like all of the family members, like, still looking to her as, like, a baby. Mm. And I feel like the older sibling is, like, looked at as an adult, while the younger sibling is always going to be looked at as a child. And it's frustrating on both ends because the expectations are different. But it's, like different types of like stressor and pressures that are put on like the oldest being like oh like don't ever fuck up like you have to be perfect like Mm -hmm. you have to be like the calm one to make sure like everyone's like okay while the youngest one is like oh like don't fuck up like oh you're the fun one you're like da 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 yeah so I feel like the pressures are different for both and it sucks for both like when people kind of put that expectation on them yeah and like people were talking to me about it and like when my cousins talked to me about it and like oh like do you have an eye on Yana I was like yeah I have an eye on her like I could see her from my peripheral like if something shady goes on like I'll be right there but she's having fun she's talking to guys like she's having a good time she like we're both like social creatures who like to like learn about other people and that's just like how we are but if there's a problem then yeah I'll do it but like you don't have to worry about it like I'm good <laughs> is she like the youngest cousin yes oh okay so she's like baby literally yeah she's a okay. baby oh that's cute I feel like so yeah, neither me yeah neither me or my sister are like the youngest like we're very much in the middle um mm-hmm. so I but I do see it in like our youngest cousin like on my on my dad's side 
I still think of her as baby, but like, I don't think of her, like, I don't think of her as baby as like, we're going to protect, like, I need to protect her. I think of it more as like, oh, she's like so cute. And like, I love that she's like doing things with her life and like, like she's getting an apartment with her boyfriend for the first time. Like, this is all like so Damn. normal. But like, yeah, that's interesting. Cause I, maybe growing up, I felt that family dynamic more, but I don't, I definitely don't feel that as adults. So that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, like, there was a guy cousin who's, like, younger than Anina, but, like, he's, like, still in college. And, like, nothing for him. Because it's, like, guys versus girls. girls yeah. <laughs> so I think that's the only thing that kind of, like, sucked. Because, like, you know. yeah. And it's, like, annoying if your your whole family is, like, watching you as you're, like, having fun or like conversing with other people like right like she was literally kind of awkward right she was literally talking to a guy that was like her like friend's boyfriend that just happened to be on that trip yeah and it's like okay like i could talk to a guy and like it not be weird yeah so, interesting maybe it's also just know. like different generations of yeah people like interpreting like talking as as different things right right but yeah there is that added pressure of like responsibility over for the older sibling I feel like yeah yeah but yeah anyway this is a good like first conversation on families I feel like we have so much more we wanted to talk about so maybe that'll be another episode in the future um, yeah a part two yeah especially since we're like catching up giving a lot of our details gone to like a lot of tangents um but I think yeah the family conversation can be a lot like deeper yeah um and especially like when we go into different um stages of our lives like how family is and like what is family and you know yeah and I think it'd be cool if we have some of our family members on for a conversation as well so that'll be yeah that'll be fun yeah anyway speaking of families I hope you have a great dinner with your family tonight is Aniela staying over with you um no we're here at my parents home so my oh my god this whole time I thought this was your like actual like your apartment I was like, no. oh, she redesigned her room. <laughs> well, that that is fair. I do change my like <laughs> stuff a lot. <laughs> oh my god, I didn't even think about that. That of course you're home. <laughs> yeah. But we're going to like a local place called Mama's, and apparently good. it's like very good Italian. Oh, that sounds so good. Uh, well, so I hope you have to eat. Tell your parents I say <laughs> hi and I love them, and Daniela. Too. I'll send the love over. I'll, I'm like gonna text Elias. <laughs> oh, yeah. Every time I remember, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna go text Elias. <laughs> See the info I can get out. <laughs> Be like, so where? <laughs> like, so dot dot dot, and just send the picture and be like, why isn't this a real thing? If anyone um, listening to this is a boyfriend of one of my friends, please do not tell me anything ever. Don't tell me anything. Around surprises, <laughs> you know, just around surprises. Just know, like, whatever you tell me, they're going to hear. <laughs> right. But I think for me, it's like, 
you can't drop any hints because once you drop one little thing, I just want to know more. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And that's so maybe why I should. Leah does life. poorly. <laughs> <laughs> it gives you a little taste, <laughs> and then takes it away. Uh. Well, thank you for listening, and we'll see you next week. <laughs>